Welcome to another Rhode Island High School Sports Edition. How you doing? I'm your host, Mikey Rebello. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to sponsor this edition, Rhode Island High School Sports Edition, send me an email, contact me, let me know. Until then, enjoy the episode. Support the show by making a 99-cent donation. It'll help me continue to bring better episodes to you. Thank you to our sponsor, PocketCast, the official PocketCast app of Can We Keep It Real Podcast, and the only podcast app recognized by Wired Magazine. Let's get into this Rhode Island High School Girls Sports. What is going on, Westerly, man? You already know it's your boy, Mikey Rebello. Some of you might know me from being around town. I've been on WBLQ talking Westerly Bulldog football. And some of you may know me from the Westerly life. I host the Westerly Bulldog football games, but how are you doing? You know, someone said to me the other day, it was like, Mikey, there's not a good place in town to really to get news media, man, you know, yeah, we have a radio station, but they give you propaganda, you know, they they pretty much tell you what, what they want to tell you, and, you know, and and they don't want to touch on anything that we feel is important, we can't speak on it, we can't comment, you know, we can't call in, because if I say something that disagrees with someone else, you know, we can't hurt no one's feelings, they said, Mike, we don't have nothing like that, they was like, Maybe you should do that. You know, I said, well, I gave my opinions a few times and, you know, it kind of, they all didn't work out so well, you know, but maybe I could just report what's going on. Maybe I could just, you know, bring you some news as I hear it, look through some news, you know, um, see what's going on with the local news. I mean, right, how bad can that be? So we'll probably start off with the Bradford School. You know, we all know the Bradford School been closed for some time now. Well, the council voted Monday that they're going to hold on to it just for a little bit longer. You know, seeing that the school referendum failed, it didn't pass. So they figured the disposition of the building which the school committee ended up turning over to the council, you know, back in March. They turned a new corner after the October 10th failed attempt at a new westerly school building. Which, you know, the building, how they went about doing it, why it got rejected, honestly, I just think that I don't think they had the right people pushing for it. That's why I think it got rejected. They didn't have the right people pushing in the right direction. But now Monday, some members of the council are saying that they really don't want to sell the building right now until the plans for a new proposed school building really has emerged. 
One council person said they don't want two sets of buildings. However, I feel like we're in a flux. I don't know what the future holds for us. What if there's a possibility that we need to utilize this building? So I think nothing else. Certainly, we don't need to put a for sale sign on it right now, said Councilor Karen Siofi. Siofi went on to question why we haven't really heard anything moving forward. You know, why we haven't heard about a new school building plan? Is there going to be something that the council should be doing to assist the school committee? Councilor Caswell Cook noted that the school committee voted October 23rd to seek requests for proposals from companies interested in conducting a poll for data collection efforts to help the school committee understand why residents voted the way that they did on October 10th and you know and why they voted the way they did back in 2016 now you want to ask the count you want to get money to conduct a poll why can't everybody's on Facebook now everybody's on social media what's the problem with conducting you know a social media poll I mean Maybe I don't know exactly how the process works, but wouldn't that be cheaper than taking more money to ask people why they voted? No. I mean, ask the people. Councilor Caswell Cook also noted that the process that was set out by the state actually required the school district to hire consultants to insist with developing two projects that were both rejected by the voters. He said, we don't know, and I think that's why the school committee is pausing to take this poll of the town of Westerly after all this money has been spent for not one, but two referendums. I mean, they're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars that were spent on not one, but two failed attempts. To do something good for our children. He said we have. You have. I have. We all have tried to do something for the kids. For the last three years. All of which had failed miserably. He said so I think we're all working in that direction. But I think we need to let the next process work. Which is the survey. Councilor Cook saying. The school committee took Bradford offline as a school following a completion of the 2017 academic year. Cook also went on to call for a complete closure of the Bradford school building, which in recent months has been used as office space by Paul Duffy, the town's recreation director, and his assistant. But other councilors suggested expanding the building. If it's there, your mind's well, use it. Council Suzanne Giorno said she favors using a building for recreation department winter programs. Councilor William Aiello said he favored the building being used as public school, but said it could also be, you know, you can also use other things, including a recreational, educational, and training center, which I think that is a, a terrific idea. I mean, I remember growing up, a lot of the recreation centers were open 
for for the kids. Councilor Sharon Ahern supports Cook's idea, saying the building should be winterized to prevent potential damage and held on to the school committee's plans are clear. That might be just more people trying to, uh, maybe for their own agenda, they want to close it. What's wrong with, you have it, once you close it, right, what's going to happen is it's going to be empty, going to have no life, mold's going to set in, rodents are going to kick in, it's just going to decay, and once it's closed, it's going to be closed. So use the building while it's there. Use it while it's already open. The council also agreed to have town manager Mark Rooney present information on how much it would cost to prepare the building for winter recreation programs and to discuss the building again once Mark Rooney completes his work. So what do you think about the Bradford School? Should it be used as a winter recreational program? Or should we do what Councilman Caswell Cook wants? Should we close it down and let it sit empty? Let me know what you think. It's your boy Mikey. We'll be back with more right after this. And in other news, Hopkinton residents are mad about a solar project and they were voicing their concern about the Maxon Hill Road truck traffic is a main sticking point for the speaker. And they said they were so busy in that meeting that there was standing room only. I mean, there was a crowd of angry residents packed the council chambers Monday to voice their frustration about the Maxon Hill solar energy project and commercial solar faculty in general. They said, to the horror of the property owner next door, Green Development, which is building the Maxon Hill project on a 139-acre site, he began clearing trees from the parcel and has removed vegetation to within 10 feet of neighboring residents. But members of the town council, well, they sat quietly as people spoke about the outrage of the public forum, the council meeting to express their anger. And they were pretty much, the town was unable to control or regulate the solar developers who they feel are changing their town of Hopkinton. I mean, Council President Frank Landolfi, he requested that people limit their comments to five minutes, but they didn't want to hear it. They talked until they were good and ready to stop. Tim Water, resident, he asked the council, is the current solar project we're providing Sufficient revenue to allow the town to stop approving any other projects? Do we have a plan moving forward and how much is enough solar as far as our budget needs and so on? He wanted to know. One angry neighbor, actually, I think Bruce Reynolds, whose property at 103 Maxon Hill Road in Hopkinton is pretty much right next to the site of a commercial solar project sent an angry Halloween message to the town council when green development began to clear-cut woods at the site. 
The project has not yet been issued a building permit, but the council has approved zoning and comprehensive plan amendments to allow its construction in a residential zone. But Mr. Reynolds pretty much put a toilet with a skeleton, looks like he's crapping on it, and there's a sign that says flush the town council. But even some of the residents are taking legal action to try to stop the project on the grounds that the town council is not acting right. It didn't act improperly when it approved zoning and comprehensive plan changing to allow the construction to go on. Some people even want to know how the hell is the project proceed with a court case pending. Town planner James Lanfair answered questions regarding the development, the developers, excuse me, use of the Maxon Hill property for its logging truck rather than Route 3. And as previously agreed, that Lanfair said, Lanfoni, the town manager, William McGarry, and other officials from the Rhode Island Department of Environmental Management met with the green development site and they determined that the large logging trucks could take an alternate route. They had a meeting right away with the developer and they went over plans and they searched for a different pathways by which all the truck traffic could be contained on the site. They found an existing farm road. It's been there for a long time. It's lined on both sides with stone wall and it's not something that was fabricated yesterday. The road could be modified by a temporary basis such that truck traffic could enter and exit the site and take everything out right onto Route 3. But one resident wanted the town to stop the developer from using Maxon Hill Road until the other road is ready. He said they should wait until they have access that has been approved. Make them stop, said another anger resident. Lanfair promised that he's going to continue to keep a close eye on the development and on all activities at the site. But he's fearing, you know what he's fearing? That the town's going to be overwhelmed by the flood of solar projects. He thinks we're in over our head now. Another resident is saying the town... Name a subcommittee of solar energy experts who could advise the town on large solar applications and how it's done, what has to be done. One woman is telling the council that she lost faith in them in the permitting process. You have to understand that there could be huge ramifications, she told the town council. Nobody, in my opinion, unless you can tell me differently, is an expert and knows about runoffs. None of these solar developers care about the town. They care about the money that they are going to make, and that's facts. There's a lot of people who have allowed this to happen. And they're saying that those people have to go to bed at night. And they got to close their eyes and think what they have done. Lanfear said, all right, I'll ask the developer if he could stop using Maxon Hill Road until the farm road is done but I don't think that is going to happen definitely I don't think he's gonna stop but he also said that this project is gonna be scrutinized he said very well we're gonna keep our eye on it but I don't think they really believe him let me know what you think about it. it's your boy Mikey man always keep it real keep it authentic 
Keep coming back for more. You want to get at me? You want to talk about this? You want to be on the show? Send me an email. Can we keep it real? 40 at gmail.com. And make a donation or sponsor an episode to support the show. You can actually use the Cash app now. And it's dollar sign. Can we keep it real? One word. We'll be back with more. Thank you very much. And let me know what you think.